Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. He led the Pulaski Academy Bruins to nine state championships in his time there. Bill Belichick described him as probably the best high school coach in the country. His unique strategies garnered attention nationwide. The Zone welcomes Kevin Kelly into the show. Brought to you by Bowen Hefley Orthopedics. The best surgeons, the best treatment, all focused on you. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Doing well. How are you guys? We're great. We're great. Excited about this uh, day filled with uh, sporting events of note and import. Are you all sitting outside or are you all, in, are you all inside? Well, I'm actually in Fort Worth with UCA. They're playing TCU this afternoon in basketball, and then I'll be tuned in like everybody else for the second half of the football game and the basketball game tonight. Wes is at the Media Hotel watching uh, his colleagues run around and get ready for the game, I assume. Wes, what's the team hotel? You said you're across the street from the team hotel? They're at the uh, Peabody right across the street from us, and the buses are still lined up across the street from me they have not returned from wherever they went to eat or their uh, meeting um, but the ho- the uh, buses are lined up to take them to the liberty bowl it's weird that they would leave on a game day that they wouldn't get food and meetings all on location that's weird to me and it may have just they had to walk outside to the back part of the you know everything downtown is historic and so maybe the big meeting room for them to go into they had to walk uh, you know back around the hotel i'm just kind of guessing i don't know yeah. i'm trying to put two and two together but they all walked down the uh walked down out of my site to uh another building connected to the hotel so i'm guessing that's where they are Zone questions of the day today are about Arkansas football basketball. Do you think they win and cover? you think they win, don't cover? Or do you think they lose outright? Coach, give me your gut feeling on the game for football today. What do you think? I don't want anybody calling in and throwing stuff at me, but we're, i I got a feeling we get beat today. <laughs> I'm worried. Based on? The running quarterback, running quarterback. is back. We didn't do well. Missouri yeah, thing. Missouri. And, and I don't <laughs> think that guy's as good as, as Daniels is. And and uh, is, is, is Devin Neal playing for them, for Kansas, the running back? If he's playing, if he's playing, I think we've got a little bit of trouble. Okay. Plus, I don't like that. You know, I was looking at our two deep depth chart on our defensive line, and I think that's one reason why the 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 line is so high. I think they know both teams can score when they're at full health. And you look at those D lines, and and if if your D line, I mean, that's the root of it all to stop the run and to stop a running quarterback and to get a pass rush and really to keep scores low is a D line, and we're missing we're missing some guys. So that that scares me a little bit too, but but yeah, overall I think it's probably going to be a high scoring game, and I think we it'll be close, but I, but I, if I had to gun to my head, I'd say we lose the game. Devin Neal is listed in the two deep, and he was quoted this week talking about looking forward to contributing in the bowl. So I assume he's playing. Yes, okay, thousand yeah. yard guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a thousand yard yeah. guy, and pretty good hand, and and he's way better when Daniel's in there because then the defensive end has to pay attention when they run that zone read and he can't collapse down so that's a guy they don't have to block so that that and it gets off on the linebacker so that that helps them a lot and uh and I think they've got more motivation and and I say that everybody's motivated to win a game but looking in bowl games some teams don't look it I mean we all see that and I think they started off hot they lost a couple games lost their quarterback for three or four games and he's back wanting to finish strong and and to them I think seven, I mean this is this is a chance for them to go out and be the first class to really build something here and take that next step after they've been down so long. 
I was talking with a uh, radio guy for Kansas yesterday, and you're exactly right, Coach. They see this as a a step to take to winning maybe next year the Big 12, maybe the next year in the uh, FCS play- That's I mean or FBS playoff. That's the goals that that this new coaching staff, the regime, has set for Kansas. This is just step one, going to a bowl game, winning a bowl game, to bigger and better things. And to get to bigger and better things, you got to accomplish step one. And so, uh, you know, you kind of go back to the Petrino years. The Liberty Bowl was step one for Arkansas, and it led to bigger and better things. Uh, the Sugar Bowl, 11-win season, that's what Kansas is thinking right now. You can laugh at it and think, oh, well, Kansas will never do that. But that's what they're planning. That's what they're trying to build here, and that's what this game means to them. One of my concerns... Drew Sanders being out. Coach, you mentioned it, running quarterback. First half, Drew Sanders is rushing against Missouri, not getting there, and the quarterback takes off running. Second half, they make the adjustment. Drew Sanders becomes a spy, and the quarterback doesn't get those yards running in the second half. What do they do now without Drew Sanders with a quarterback who spies, who's going to try to be fast enough at that linebacker spot to be able to track him down? And quarterbacks have a history, you know, of of – I mean, and on top of my head, of being out for a while, coming back for the bowl game, and just having big games, too. And I know he played some in the last game and stuff like that, but, yeah, I think you're exactly right. I think that's a huge problem for him. And we see how big Drew Sanders was. Do you remember when uh, LSU had the guy spying um, our quarterback and how well he did? If you've got the right guy doing it, extremely effective, because not only does he spy the quarterback, he plays the rest of the stuff on the running game. You know, once he knows the ball's handed off, it gets, gives you an extra guy right there that we really don't account for, and uh, that's big. Now, if they find the right guy to do that, and I don't know who they'll pick to do that, then then that that turns things around a little bit. But but it'll be interesting to see how they do that. Yeah, both guys can run, obviously, um, and Daniel's a different kind of runner a little bit than than KJ is. But strategically, coach, let me ask you what the thinking is there, because I've talked to coaches over the years, and you may play a running quarterback one week. I'm like, are you going to run a spy with him? No, we're just going to try to, you know, whatever. And then it's like the next week, yeah, he's going to try to keep it on, whatever. What, what's the thinking in, in spying or not spying with a running quarterback, which, let's be honest, most teams have a running quarterback these days. Yeah, the difference is is, is, is between the ones we're going to see today, K.J. Jefferson and Daniels. And, you know, K.J.'s going to run, and he's going to pick up 10, 15 yards, but you don't worry about him going 70 yards. And so a lot of teams will choose not to spy him and just be real conscious of him, and they'll make sure their DNs don't go past him. If he's on a five-yard drop, they don't want your DNs to run past five yards because that opens up the area between the D-end and the next the, the defensive tackle. It opens up a big lane for him to go through. If you don't do that and you've got a quarterback that doesn't kill you running the ball but just can hurt you like K.J., then sometimes you don't spy him. You just try to be real disciplined in what you're doing on the defensive line on the pass rush area. And then in the run game, you just make sure you tell your you, you really discipline your DN not to come down on zone read stuff. And with a guy like Daniel, you, you've got to you've got to have a spy because he can take it and run for fifty. He can take it and run for sixty. And KJ's not really that guy to do that. So I think that's the biggest difference. It's it's you know a slow death KJ will give you and a quick death, some of these other guys, like, like you know, Lamar Jackson in the NFL. A lot of guys will still spy him because he can give you a quick death. I think this game is more important for Arkansas than it is for Kansas, personally. Kansas has got to be happy to be here. It's the first time they've been to a bowl game in 14 years. For Arkansas, this is a huge step backwards if you end up with a losing record and you lose to a Kansas team that's been in the tank for a long time. Admittedly, they're not the same Kansas team they were two years ago, but um, I just, I don't know, I feel like Arkansas has got to win this game. If you were in here right now, I'd throw something at you. Why? <laughs> 
I, I just don't think I, I think it's a bigger deal for Kansas. Uh, just because they're, I mean, they're starving for a winning season. I mean, we, we've at least had a couple of winning, you know, last year we had a winning Coach, season. They haven't been to a bowl game in 14 years. They've already made their step. This is already their big step forward. They've already made it to a bowl game. That's enough. Okay. You, yeah. You, you've got, uh, let's say you're in Vegas and you're, you're gambling and you've got uh, $5,000 that you've already won, but you're one win away from ten thousand dollars you're like okay five thousand that's the most i've ever won but god ten thousand's right in front of me you really want that 99 people out of 100 are going ahead and lay that down and be done with it and i just think this is a bigger step a winning season is a big big deal but and coach, that's I'm still talking walking to- out with five g's huh i'm still walking out with five g's if i'm kansas I'm yeah, happy. but at the end, I, well, I don't think they want to be happy. I think they've got they took a huge step this year. I think they're on. I think, I think they they really taste and see that it's a real live thing. When you were going to lay that down, you thought you had a fifty fifty shot. These guys really believe that in a winning season, and they believe in this coach. Just watching the, just watching the interviews and press conferences and some of the stuff like that, they really believe in this coach, and he really believe. And not that our guys don't believe in Pittman, but they took that big step already last year. And uh, I just think this is their turn to take that big step. Now, I, I'm I'm not hoping for a Kansas win by any stretch, but I'm just saying I just think it's a little bit more important to those guys no. knowing the difference between a winning and losing season and talking to coaches over the years in college and the NFL and players in college and the NFL. The difference between even eight and you know eight and eight in the old days and nine and seven was a huge, huge thing for those guys going into their last games. I don't know why We've all seen some bowl games already this year where a team failed to show up and it wasn't a fun game. I, I'm willing to bet that's not today. Oh, no, they'll both, both show up today. Go up. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I think, think you can make a, a case game. for both sides, yeah. And the Liberty so Bowl the needs a good day. team outside of the quarterback? I mean, we're talking about the quarterback matchup, but what, what about the rest of the team, though? Well, we're missing three, you know, three starting receivers or three really good receivers. I think that hurts us a little bit. And I'm anxious to see how we game plan around that. I, I, I'm anxious to see – do we do our normal game plan and trust those guys uh, and get a chance to see those guys and build their confidence going into spring ball, the younger guys? Or do we, okay, we've got KJ and we've got Rocket, we're going to line up and just grind them and beat them down like that. If you do, then you take a chance on letting them stay in the game and make them have big plays. And, and I think, you know, Arkansas is definitely the better overall team here and probably viewed across the country as the much better team. I think Kansas also brings in the, the a little bit of uh, we don't know what they're going to do. I think they're not going to be afraid to try trick plays. I think they're going to go for it on some fourth downs that we won't necessarily do it for uh, because they've got nothing to lose in this. We're the SEC team, and right. uh, I, I just think that's the way it goes. But, but, but I worry about our receivers being out, and we become real one-dimensional. What do you think about Coach, the I've been other... told Go ahead, Wes. Sorry. I've been told that they're uh, working a lot of two running backs – uh, in the same set, what what kind of what does that mean? What what could we see out of Arkansas with both Rocket and and Green or uh, another running back in the game? Two running backs in at the same time. To me, the best thing about what Arkansas does in their offense is their misdirection with the running game, and, and I think they've done earlier in the season they were doing a lot of motion, some reverses, and things like that, putting two backs in the backfield. Now you make the linebackers not key on one guy. You know, some guys have him key through the guards onto the running back. You know, in a single back set, when you got two back there, that changes the way you do it, and that could be beneficial to Arkansas because Kansas probably, honestly, hasn't had to see that much this year at all. And in linebackers, it's very distracting. It makes them hesitate that you know before coming downhill, 
and uh, clogging up those holes and lets the linemen get off on them. And so I do think that helps. Now, I hope that if it's not working because we don't have that extra receiver and Kansas just crams another guy in the box, I hope that we're smart enough to get out of it and don't go, hey, we came in with this game plan. This is what we're going with if it's not working. Because it is difficult for the offense a little bit. You know, if if you haven't done that much, the timing is different when you do cross the backs or do something with that extra back. The timing's different uh, with the back hitting the hole and how fast it opens, how fast it closes. His vision of the hole or the linebacker when he gets through the hole because there's either a guy in front of him leading or the guy went the other way and he had to delay before he got the ball. So there's a lot of factors that it brings in on both sides that people don't think about. Can I ask you about the other game today, or the other games? I guess I'm more interested in the uh, Texas Tech uh, Ole Miss matchup than anything. What do you think about that one? That's intriguing to me. It's really intriguing to me. I, I think, you know, Ole Miss, when they when they show up, I think they're a very good football team. You know, I think we saw them not show up necessarily against Arkansas, especially in the first half. And we've seen them not show up a couple times. Uh, and Texas Tech has a coach, I think, that they believe in and that everybody's uh, buying into. And I think they've got a lot more to play for this game. Uh, Miss Ole Miss should beat them. To me, should beat them easily. I think they're that much more talented. But I think Texas Tech plays them really close and, and, and quite possibly wins a football game. Do you like any SEC teams left on this docket, Coach? Do you like Georgia? <laughs> Yes. Okay. Well, there's good. That's good. Right. Almost un- almost unbeatable. You like LSU? Over I like Purdue? the little thing going on between uh, Muschamp and Herb Street too. Did you see that? By the way, I think no, speaking of Ohio State, uh, well, Muschamp well, and Herb Street. No, I what saw. It, I was gonna look at it when I leave. I saw it on the. What was he? What was Muschamp doing? Oh uh, well, Muschamp was talking about. Uh, they were talking about Georgia, and and, and Muschamp was talking, and Herb Street was talking. He was basically saying. I didn't think he was that good a quarterback. Did you see him when he stood up? They were at some deal, and he stood up, and they had Herb Street throw a pass and said it was just horrible. It looked like he shot put it. It didn't go where he wanted to. And uh, most champs, like, they didn't worry about it much in the bowl game either, the last bowl game he played in. I looked up the stats. He was like 8 out of 18 for 110 yards and three interceptions. <laughs> and so Herb Street fired back something. You know, he was pretty calm about it, but he was like, you know, when, uh, I've heard of Georgia. I've not heard of Muschamp lately. So, you know, there was a little bit of – and it was a little bit of a frustrated type deal. It wasn't an in-fun type thing. Where was it? I'd it happen like a press conference. Yeah, press conference or something, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. Muschamp was sitting down kind of talking. It looked like it was some kind of interview thing. Hmm. I'll have to look that up. Yep. Uh, Coach, I want to talk NFL at 11.45. we got to talk to our friends, our new friend, from uh, Baton Rouge here. We normally have Matt Muscone on when there's an LSU topic on the slate, but he is apparently off this week. Who takes vacation this time of year? Matt Muscone does. Anyway, <laughs> Wes, we are talking to who today? Hunt Palmer. Uh, Hunt also works at ESPN uh, Baton Rouge, and uh, he also does some pregame, postgame stuff for LSU football. So uh, Matt said he would be an excellent guest for us to talk basketball, that he is kind of their basketball guy. And, uh, of course, uh, knows a lot about the uh, LSU-Purdue game to preview that for us later on. Does anybody see the irony of the playoff day? The first playoff day is is December 31st, right? Saturday night, right? Right. And that that Alabama's playing that night, but not in the playoff. Is that – I mean, is there a little irony there? Uh, They're kind of an afterthought. I didn't even realize they were playing the 31st. Yeah, they're they're playing. I just think that's kind of funny. 
that you know that's everything they thought they did. I, I bet if you ask at the beginning of the year, will you be playing December third verse? You darn bet we will. I bet, but didn't bet they would think the it would be in the Sugar Bowl against <laughs> Kansas State. I hadn't thought about Alabama hardly at all. I wonder if Alabama is going to be locked in. You like you like Alabama or Kansas State? God, you after, pick the Big Twelve in all these matchups. <laughs> I, I kind of want to, yeah, against the spread at least. But but you know with Bryce Young playing, that does change things a little bit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think Alabama's going to win that game. That might motivate the, them to finish it off. I respect the Sugar Kansas Bowl. State, by the way, is yeah. uh, eleven o'clock that morning. So it's the uh, first game to kind of kick us off on the 31st that leads into the big games between the Fiesta Bowl, TCU Michigan, and the Peach Bowl. Well, Ohio that and the, new, the, news, the, new, the snooze fest of Iowa-Kentucky starts at Ooh. 11, too. Yeah. Snooze fest? Ooh. You mean great defense? Over and under 14. <laughs> Over and under 31. I know. <laughs> to help me when I DVR that for when I can't sleep. Yeah, Insomnia. Exactly right. <laughs> Insomnia. <laughs> You guys just don't love great defensive football. You guys in your high-flying passing attacks. I don't like bad offenses. That's what I don't like. (laughs) There are some bad offenses going to be there, too. That is going to be bad. Kentucky was already not great, and now that there's best running back and they're starting quarterbacks out, I don't imagine it'll be. wonder what first score by a defense is in that game was a prop bet. (laughs) Yeah, we need to start looking at some of those. Uh, It's 11-29. No touchdowns. Yeah, I need to take a timeout. Joe, you going to run? Yeah, I got to go, guys. Y'all have a great day.